they've been charged up since uh, last time we spoke, mate. <laughs> Casting from Essex, it's the 18th of May. Is it the 18th of May? It is the 18th of May, Joe. It is yeah, the 18th of May, you're right. Yeah. The Bitcoin price is currently $43,735. Yeah, once again, thanks, Elon. Buy, uh, buy, buy. There's I am the time your to host, buy. Aaron Dawn, and joining me once again from North London is my hair, Elon Musk, Joe okay. Mehmet. <laughs> You're calling me a fraud. <laughs> Are you calling me a fake? <laughs> no. I would I never call you so. a fake, Joe. No, uh, you're the you realest what? man I know. Uh, I told you he was a fake. And I told you, I, I never understood the fascination with him. I mean, he's a great frontman for somebody, obviously. But, um, I mean, how people gravitated to him. Like, he offers his mouth and, you know, sort of gold gold comes out of his mouth and his ass or whatever and you know people just listen to it but now it's proven to be what he is yeah i must admit i've got to give you kudos to that mate that's why i gave you applause because you did call that in about two or three weeks ago uh you you're and i quote I think, you said i listened to what elon musk says it's not really saying that much do you know what i mean he's, yeah. he doesn't say anything on you know outrageous uh, no, you know, it's not very rock and roll. I think was your exact. Yeah, uh, the, the, thing, the thing that I was found found very really fascinating with him, right, and Tesla was why Tesla was worth so much money. You know, I mean, like, you know, you look at their cars. You know, so the entry fee was about eighty thousand pounds to about one hundred thirty thousand pounds, right? And it, it's nothing special. Okay, the software's this, software's that, right? Big deal. No but, the, no, but that's what it's all about, isn't it? It is all about the software. The, the, there's, a race, there's a race to create a driverless car because obviously the driverless car disrupts an entire industry, which oh, obviously I, I, things like haulage and taxis yeah, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. I, so I agree with that, but he's way behind that, though. He's way behind there. You know, do you know what I mean? Because like Uber, Microsoft, yeah, Google, yeah, like, totally. they're all doing it, right? The, the Japanese companies... The um, I mean BMW actually I remember reading you know because you know I'm, I'm a car aficionado I remember BMW I had driverless car systems already in place what they didn't have right what the infrastructure of a city didn't have right was GPSs in place to actually drive the car forward now that the the systems are getting better and better with the GPS right with mm. with all the um, the 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 five Gs all that lot right. BMW actually is very far, so is Volkswagen, all these car companies. Well, so that's the thing that I never understood about Tesla, that why it was worth X amount of money when it never really disrupted the whole car industry. Yeah, marketing, marketing. Yeah, um, completely. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great point. I just think um, when it comes to this kind of stuff, he is... He is pure marketing at the moment if you could send a tweet joe and earn yeah. yourself a hundred million dollars from sending a tweet yeah indirectly you'd do it right yeah i think yeah. that's what this guy's doing he's got 55 million followers on twitter do you know what i mean he's got did, a did whole he, army did he, did of people that? fans <laughs> fanboys did he buy all those 55 million? <laughs> <laughs> no you know he's just been around a long time there isn't he um and you know yeah. I just think I just think he's 
he's just doing what he can to uh, earn a few extra quid. Yeah, but did, um, but, you, but you know, he's talking about a guy right who also saw like uh, broke up the marriage right of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I don't know any of this. You're going to have to explain this now. Well, no, I'm just sort of saying, right, because she had an affair with him while she was married with Johnny Depp, right? Obviously, he seduced her with A, B, and C, uh, false promises, and um, and she took out on Johnny Depp. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) Yeah, poor fella. Right, you know what I mean. So, so yeah, I, I, I just don't listen. I, I, I could. I'm not saying I'm, I'm an expert in judging people, but like I said, as a hairdresser, right, we're quite good at listening. Mm. Yeah, we, we try to interpretate, and, and when he, when he just talks about something, I just don't get it. I don't. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I never got him. I never did. He was sort of spending, sending a Tesla car up in space to come down again. You know, how is that going to feed people? <laughs> you know what I mean? Starving people. And he cares about mankind. I'm sorry. Mm. That's, that's just rubbish. Yeah, it's marketings yeah. And, and narratives, mate, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Now, and he's just very good at, at, at using them, I suppose. Um, so, you so know, how do you think, how do you I, think I went would... and sold all my Tesla stock today. So. <laughs> but how do you think it would end up there? Because every time he opens his mouth, right, Bitcoin mm. goes down. Well, I mean, nothing fundamental has changed. Um, yeah, he, he obviously has... Well, there's this Elon candle, which is from like April the 13th, where he come out and he said that, you know, Bitcoin was on the Tesla bank, bank balance sheet. Yeah. And it went up nearly $10,000 in a day. So he's merely self-correcting. But then he announced the other day that even though he's talking what he's saying on Twitter is he's fudding Bitcoin, mm. he hasn't sold any of his Bitcoin. So only an idiot would watch the price rise to 65, not sell it, and then fud it yourself and cause your own wealth to go down. Only an idiot would do that. So once again, the smartest man in the world would have brought Bitcoin a lot earlier than Elon ever did. So... Yes. I don't think this smartest guy in the world... Yeah, I mean, clearly he knows his stuff about stuff. But... so why you know. did he get why did he get into Bitcoin until I mean I, I we, we talked about it before he he brought Bitcoin right to prop up Tesla I believe right no. so because Tesla's not making any money as such but obviously well he's made he, more on Bitcoin in four months didn't he yeah, than he has yeah. in selling Tesla car in fourteen years so by yeah, that very principle as if he's going to turn negative towards something that's made him more money <laughs> yeah. It yeah. just goes against every like natural human reaction, unless Elon's uh, a cyborg, and he's you know he's FBI, CIA. Well, I, I think eventually your people masks fall off, don't they? You, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I think his is slipping. I think the best yeah. thing Elon could do right now is just take a break because he's been on everything from SNL to Twitter constantly. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. I think people need to see less of his face at the moment, not more. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's a bit like um, Prince Harry, yeah, because he, he's getting himself to bigger, bigger shit as well. Like, why is mean, that? What's Prince Harry done? Well, apparently he talked about the, the First Amendment. I mean, I've got no idea about the First Amendment, right? But apparently he also said it was free speech. 
Yeah, right. And, and it, it was sort of says bonkers, yeah. And and now the Americans actually sort of like um, having a guy in for sort of like, you know, thanks, um, Harry, for sort of giving us a lecture about the First Amendment. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, you know, it's, uh, again, I think they're getting fed up with him as well. So it, they just dig themselves a big hole, don't they? They just don't know mm. where to stop, really. Yeah, yeah like, like, First Amendment. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of people to peacefully, peace, peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. So the right, for, right to free speech. Basically. So why would he sort of say it was bonkers? Because uh, he's like, like he says, he's not very bright, is he? He can't be very bright. He can't be, you know. I mean, I, I did, I did read someone um, sort of like posting in the in the paper. I right? saw so if if Harry was um, born in America, he would have gone to special class, special needs classes. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? It's, it's somebody, but I think that. But you look at these people; they all, they all got something in common, haven't they? You know, they, they. It's all like image. There's there's a lot of imagery, but no substance. Really, mm. at the end of the day, and 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 I suppose it's it's a bit like our industry. You know, sort of just flipping into our industry where we 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 kind of said it before, really. When it's all about image and there's no substance, eventually the businesses, business sellers will close down, really, or, or fail one way or another, or or they have to become very active in, in being proactive, really, really, and 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 I think that's the problem that people don't really they can't ex accept changes, you know what I mean? They they sort of see this image, they've got this sort of like a narcissistic attitude, uh, or. Uh, of themselves and thinking that you know this is this is how uh, this is my image and this is how I want the world to see me but the world don't really see see it that way do you, do you know what I mean mm. you know, really so I mean again, the, the fact that you know Prince Harry is from the elitist class isn't he so of course he's never ever had his speech um, impeded has he do you know what I mean no. so but uh, could, yeah. I mean, you would have thought Meghan would be would have been able to explain to him the virtues of uh, freedom of expression and, and, and freedom of speech. And and in a way, that's why I'm so for Bitcoin and know why Bitcoin can't fail, because it's code. Bitcoin yeah. is code. So therefore, by definition, Bitcoin is speech. And therefore, under the American Constitution, comes under First Amendment rights. So all of this fud about climate change and Bitcoin boiling the oceans that Elon is now spreading, well, it's to improve his narrative of I'm building electric cars, renewables. Well, you know what? Bitcoin is incentivized to find renewable energy sources. Yeah. You know, it's it's Bitcoin is the free market. Uh, do, do you think today's um, te with today's technology, right? There's no more research, is there? There's more data gathering rather than re you know, like how, you know, sort of like um, Nico Tesla, you know, we, we, you know, he did a lot of experiments, didn't he? The amount of times he failed, uh, you know, to, to where we are today, like um, Edison, uh, Graham Alexandra Bell, all these people are with these great inventions, 
and Louis Pasteur's. I mean, if I remember the uh, the story about bacteria, penicillin, right? It was purely accidental. You know, it, sure. you know those, those those jars, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, those was... innovations. But those innovations, even though Nikola Tesla and Elon Musk, and these are the names that that get um, remembered over time for their achievements, you've yeah. got to appreciate that. They come from an ecosystem of thousands of people that are all tinkering, that are all experimenting, that are all doing, you know, uh, work to it to to create these things, you know, um, and I, and I think humanity can only progress when you let these ecosystems thrive and develop, you know, and you don't try and shut things down, which is what it feels like they're trying to fud again. They're trying to shut Bitcoin down. But this is a free and open experiment that anyone can join in. No one's coerced to join into Bitcoin. I think it's a really powerful um, mm. metaphor and wisdom, uh, which people like Elon Musk, you know, the second they get to a level, they then want to protect themselves. They want to then pull the rug from the competition. Do you know what yes. I mean? Yes. Uh, that, that's the same. I just think it's so yeah, negative. That, because they don't, they don't work together, do they? It's not a race to... I suppose, so like, if you look at sort of like car technology and, and sort of the mobile phone technology, there's always a race to get the first one out there. It's a television feel like... Yeah, and right? think of but, all the car companies out there that are all working on this stuff. And yeah. it's only going to make the best thing um, win. But Elon yeah. Musk is actually getting tremendous amount of subsidies from the US government, propping is his it? company is up. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Propping the company up. So the idea, like, so what you were saying earlier, I don't understand why Tesla's worth so much. Probably it's something to do with all the government subsidies they, they actually apply for and get. Well, well, do you think the government, well, am I right? It's Apparently it's a tune that. of hundreds of millions of dollars a year, Joe. Don't quote me on that. Well, no, 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 but it makes sense because I could never understand, right, for a car company to be worth so much more money than, say, BMW or a Mercedes, you know, what I mean? even, let's yeah. even Porsche, yeah. And these are marquee names, you, you know what I mean? People saw like, ooh, I want one, you know what I mean? They grow they grow up saying, I want to buy my BMW, I want to buy Porsche, I want to buy BMW. So, no one sort of says, my first car would buy a Tesla. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he doesn't sort of like put them, hair, you know, make your hair stand on the, on ends on your arm. We're like, you know, will you get into a Tesla car? It's like, yeah, a but you're, year a, old you're car. a motorbike uh, nut, aren't you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm a car nut as well, but I'm just sort of saying, right? Tesla appeals to a group of people. It doesn't group. It doesn't appeal to, you know, some aspiring um, young kid, right, who wants to become famous, a footballer or whatever, like you know. What I mean, look at the footballers; they're all driving in Lamborghinis and Ferraris and four by fours. No one drives a Tesla, do they? Look at me; I'm an eco-friendly footballer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Well made. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Pop yeah. stars. Yeah, they go Maybachs, Rolls Royces, not a Tesla. Yeah, yeah, part of, you know, that's yeah I suppose like. from that perspective, they're quite naff then, aren't they? It, it, it's, it's a naff car, exactly. That's what I mean, <laughs> right? It's a naff car. It's, remember, what was the naffest car you grew up with? God, well, being an Essex boy, you know. Yeah, exactly. It was, you know, it was XR3Is along South End Seafront, mate. No, that you was know, the coolest was... car, XR3Is. They were cool. Really? Well, oh, yeah, I thought they you... were quite lame. No, because like, um, you had the Cosmo Avenger. You never see it worth now, XR3Is. God knows. 
God knows, I just know uh, I've not seen one for years. I would have thought you said like a, a, a Morris, not a Morris Minor, they were quite cool. Like, what was that? Um... Morris Minor. What decade do you think I was born in, mate? You, you were born in the 80s, weren't you? I was born in the late 70s. Oh, right, late weren't 70s. Morris Miners in the <laughs> 80s, was there? No, what was the seven labels? What was that British car ride that completely sucked? That was like a box of a car. A like box. a British uh, box of a car. It was a truck, wasn't it? Um, yes. Uh, there was one called a Princess. That's which it, the looks Princess. A that's bit it. Like the, uh, the Elon it. Musk Cybertruck. That's it, that's it, the Princess. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, one of my neighbours had one of those. It was the weirdest ugliest looking thing you'd ever seen in your life <laughs> it still is <laughs> and it still is and and the yeah. thing is as well joe they used to like they cars in those days used to come out in browns and like really gross colors yeah yeah, yeah do you know what yeah. i mean that princess that was next i'm sure it's brown i mean who who wants a brown car maybe can you get a brown tesla well I, my, my dad had a brown Rover, brown Tesla. I'm just going to Google. Now, they give me one color, didn't they? Yeah, as long as it's great. You can get a brown Tesla, and it looks like shit. Yeah, I mean it's just weird. It's just weird. So yeah, the, so basically what we're saying is the the Elon Musk Tesla is of the prince is like a princess in the eighties. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an ugly car. It really is. I must say, the cyber, cyber truck that he's got out does look quite swish. Oh, it was the it? Austin Princess, mate. That's and it, it. was Austin 1977. And I've just, I've just typed in um, Austin Princess. And they're all like sick yellow, poo brown. <laughs> uh, it's just, they're just, honestly, the colour schemes back then. Just uh, really gross. What was no that? wonder was that... why. No wonder why the fart Ferrari took off, being like that blood red colour. Do you know what I mean? In the eighties, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? So like, um, do you think that killed the um, the British uh, car industry? What the Ferrari? No, the uh, or the, the princess. Austin princess. You probably, probably don't look good. I remember when um, when I. Uh, what shows like Life on Mars? Do you remember that show, Life on Mars? It's yeah, kind I of do remember. Dude from the nineties that was sent yeah. back to the seventies as a policeman. Yeah. Anyway, I did all those guys' hair once. Okay. On a shoot, and it was the day after they had their like end of series kind of Christmas party. So as you can imagine, they've all turned up. Uh, I think Philip Glenister was one of them. Um, they all turned up like really hungover. Like the next day, um, but yeah, interesting shoot. It was in. I'll let you, my only uh, memory of it is that it was the middle of January. It was in some old disused warehouse, and we had like the Ford Capri and everything, all that there as part of the set. Yeah. That we were doing a photo. Shoot. I think it was for FHM in the early two thousands, and um, yeah, I just remember it being about minus eight outside, and there was no heating, and the, the, those three guys from that show didn't want to be there. At all, do you know what I mean? Well, they were hung It was yeah. minus six inside this warehouse, and we're having to do a shoot for FHM, asking them to like get changed into this this clothes and those clothes, and <laughs> could you put these clothes on there, please? Yeah, they weren't happy. I'm, I'm just on the look at it, going on um, eBay, right? Um, mm. Ford Escort um, XR3i. The the most expensive one is fifteen thousand pounds. You can get one. But it's 9,000, 7,000, 6,000. You can get one for about 2,000 as well. You know. So yeah. they've beaten inflation then? 
Yeah, well, they were brand yeah. new. What would they have been back in the day? God knows. I mean, I, I remember I did buy six grand, five grand, probably six, seven grand. Well, that's inflation for you, Joe. It's gonna, it's gonna get, get us all in the end. I remember I bought a full back when I got part of my driving test. That's all nineteen eighty one. I, I bought a full Capri, a blue full Capri, right? And mm. uh, this, you like this story? I've, I've got, I had it for about a week, and it got stolen outside my house. Okay, and uh, okay, no problem. You know, it's just one of those things that people do. Did you have well, insurance? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anyway, about sort of like four days later, I get a phone call from. Um, Essex Police Station, South Fair. Yeah. See, this gospel true, right? Okay. Said that they found my car uh, in in uh, in in sort of South End. So I, I got my. It dad wasn't to, me. There's nothing no, to do with no, me. No, no, I think you were you were too young by the size of it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I remember my dad said to my dad, "Can you take me to uh, South End because they found my car in South End?" He goes, "Yeah, sure." So we, he drives me to. Um, South End, uh, we got to the police station. Right? I said, oh, I got a phone call saying that they found my car. Again, registration, I'm playing everything, right? And they gave me the address, right, where the car was sort of seen. So I get, so my dad, because my dad was a minicab driver, so he kind of had, he, he knew how to sort of read uh, road maps and things like that. And um, we get there, guess what? They start a car again. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Seriously, he got started again from that squad. By someone from North London. No, no idea. <laughs> Seriously, that's a true story. That's a brilliant story. Well, sure, how did you take it though? Or, or yeah, what, yeah. what occurred for you to realise it had been stolen again? Like, because the car wasn't there. The car wasn't there, right? We went back to the police station. It was not there. He goes, must have been stolen again, Daddy. Said, no me. way. That can't yeah. be. Th- that's it's that's true. unbelievable. I swear to God, it's true, right? Because, you know, my dad was. <laughs> so, how did, you, how did you handle it? Was you angry? No, yeah, what can you do? Look, it only cost me about a hundred quid at the time because you know when you when you pass a driver test, right? You you buy the cheapest car possible, don't you? Right. Yes. And um, well, the insurance these days costs more than the car, so well, it's not that, the cheapest car possible. It, that's it's right. The, it's the car with the slowest and smallest engine. Well, there was, a, there was a wonderful little car a friend of mine had, right? It was called a Hillman Hillman Imp I M P. It was okay. a cute little thing. It was a bit bigger than a mini, right? Mm. And he sold it to me for 50 quid. Okay. Wow. And, and, I, and I bought it. Anyway, so then I saw this full Capri for about 100 quid, a full Capri XL, the blue one, right? And I thought, that's 100 quid. So I chopped that one, and, I, and I've got that, uh, that one himself. Anyway, when he, got, when he got started, right, I brought a Carmen Gear. The, uh, yeah, I brought a, a, a Carmen Gear, actually. I brought a classic car. And that's when I got into the... Um, the German cars actually, because the car again was a lovely little car, gorgeous you car. Should, um, you should take a picture of, of all of it because I know you've got a collection of like uh, matchbox cars. All you? my all toys, cars all my you, cars, you should take yeah, a fi- right. picture of that, mate, and stick it on Telegram. What's that? The uh, yeah, the, the picture of all your like matchbox cars all lined up. Yeah, I think yeah. that's quite a cool little like his uh, walk through history. I mean, next you'll be telling me, you know, back when you're spending 50 quid on a car, uh, the price <laughs> of petrol was like you know. 50p a gallon. Well, well I, I can't remember the gallon, but I'll I, I tell you the story, though. When, when I bought my Porsche, right, 
the very very first Porsche, about 87. So, so from about 81 to 87, I gravitated from a full Capri to a Porsche. So I, I did buy a Golf GTI in between. And I did, that's probably, my wife actually, we were walking the dogs this afternoon, she said, what's your favourite car you ever had? And I did say, it was my very first Golf GTI. It really was a fantastic car. What's but, so good about it? It just had everything, Aaron. It has speed. Was it the it feeling cool. it gave you? Yeah, it was strong. Did it made you feel solid. special. You know, it was rod handling. You know, if, yeah, listen, you would have been a boy racer. It was yeah. the car. Right, right. There was, gotcha. There was, there was another car, the Renault 5, Renault, Renault 5 Turbo, right? You had uh, the Peugeot 205, I think, or GTR, whatever, 205 GTR. There was this sort of like rivalry between the Peugeot, the French and the Germans in, in road, um, road racer cars. Okay, and this again, we're talking about competition. Yeah, you know, these days you don't really get competition anymore, do you? You know, it's all about I've got more data than you, and you've got more data than me, like you know what I mean? More followers, or, yeah, more, more followers, yeah, exactly. And, and, and because, like, even to this very day, cars are still competing with each other. Look at Formula One, how successful that is. And, um, well, and, I mean, my, my uh, car history has been <clears> fairly checkered, to be honest, mate. I started well, with a Ford Escort Mark One. Part two. Oh, did you? Oh, there you go. You had a Ford yeah, Escort. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh... um, so I had a Ford Escort. Uh, it wasn't an XR3i, mate, because like I say, times change. When we when we got our license, it was a case of, I can only get these couple of cars, otherwise the insurance would just annihilate me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the insurance people are paying now, it can be two, three times the value of the car. Do you know what I mean? On an annual basis. So you were lucky when you got into... You know, driving those kind of cars, paying 50 quid for the car, 4, 4p for a litre of petrol, and probably paying 20 quid a year insurance, right? I, I don't know, but I, I don't know. It's much more expensive I, business these days, mate. Well, I think I think it's sure. This is, you know, it's quite interesting, right? I went out, I went out with uh, David um, over the weekend, right, for, for, for dinner. Hi, David, if you're listening. Hi, Chrissy. And we were talking about, um, you know, insurance, right? And... You know, the world has moved on so far forward now, right? With, with um, technology, everything, with attitudes. Yet there's one thing, right, that it still hasn't changed since day one. And that's um, um, point, driving license points. You know, three points for uh, speeding. Yeah, there's like a lot that. more opportunities to get caught now, isn't there? Exactly. You know, they, you, never, you, they, never, they never up the threshold. Now, if they haven't, and, you know, if in years gone by, right, you know, if you were doing, say, 30, what, well, 30 was a speed, I say you do 50, a couple would pull you over, and you can have a banter with him. Oh, come on, mate. You know, I wasn't here. There's that sort of, like, um, you know, face-to-face. Nowadays, right, there, you've got no chance. If a camera catch, gets you, right, they've got you. You can't argue the fact. Now, what... We can accept that, you know, if I'm doing, say, 22 miles per hour in, in a 20 mile speed zone, I've got two points, uh, two miles per hour. But I still get three points, Aaron. Mm. They, they're putting me in the, the driving reckless without due care attention, all that category. Yeah, right? no, for sure. For sure. They're just, you know, more opportunities to trip people up, you know. That's what exactly. happens when you live in a society which, Double, you know. on cars, I suppose. Yeah, that doesn't want cars. I, I mean, mean it, look, it, look at Sadiq Khan with London. Um, oh, tell bike me, lanes was, everywhere, mate. I mean, you know, it, don't want you driving anymore, Joe. You're dangerous, especially was, you. You should be used to being banned. 
You, you know what, right? I'm, I'm nearly banned anyway. I'm, I'm only sort of six points away from being banned, but I'm trying like an old <laughs> fart, you know what I mean? I'm, not saying old, I'm an old fart anyway, but I'm really happy. Well, you're in bloody sort of... North London. It's 20 mile an hour speed limit everywhere. So, I mean, yeah. why do you even need a car? Well, you do, actually. Might as well walk mean? everywhere. Well, you know, you know what it is, right? When you, I mean, I don't know about you, right? But when you sort of do about two, three clients a day, all right? Mm. It's quite expensive going in a taxi. To go from house one house to the other, and, sure. and and don't tell me to take a bus right because none of my clients live next to a bus stop. All right, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably that says more about your clients than it you, you know what I mean. Else. So like you know you've got your bag full of you right, and it's raining, it's whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, it's just easy. And also, I I always believe right, it's always quite nice to go to someone's house or go to work in as as comfortable as you could possibly be comfortable. And I take it, taking taking land transport is not a comfortable experience. Period. Fair enough. Fair really. enough. Did, you know was I mean? there anything in particular you wanted to talk about um, today, mate? Um, not really. I, I was kind of like, um, it, I was kind of thinking that um, we could sort of probably just catch up what we were talking about the other day, weren't we? Really, you know what I mean? But like, because well, I've had think... my head in Go Salon for the last right. kind of couple of days uh, and i think i've just come to a conclusion i'm just not very good at marketing yeah i, I you know if, if i don't remember because you sent me some things on um on telegram didn't you for my opinion yeah i right. see i'm just trying to really capture the narrative and clarify the message of what go salon is so i'm just like kind of writing these videos and putting them out there and just yeah does that get it across to people like really un- like if a caveman watched it would he get what it is that I'm trying to do? Anyway, so um, I keep tweaking it and I keep, and I'm still not happy with it. There's something missing. So I've created some content and I'm going to go and see a marketer tomorrow, hopefully, um, and capture his thoughts on it. So, um, so yeah, that's a realisation I've had over the last couple of days. I've been tinkering, do you know what I mean? I've been yeah. trying, I've been reading this book and building a story brand and reading these other books and following people on Twitter and all that kind of caper. Have you you come to a conclusion, right? I saw this line the other day, and this line was about, sell a good night's sleep, don't sell a mattress. Right. So you're selling the experience, you're selling the feeling of the product you're trying to sell. Can, can, can I actually interrupt you for a second, right? Do you, yeah. do you think you do too many readings, too many sort of like scenarios of all this sort of good, there's all this sort of like how to sell, how to do this, how to do this. There's so much information out there. But all the all these people, all these authors, all their interest about making money themselves, right? Yeah, yeah, for you, sure. You, 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 there you is know that. Me? You know, right? I think education is now starting to scale, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So those good educators out there, providing you find them, uh, like Donald Miller uh, is a fantastic one. Um, you know, you would pay for his content because his content is, you know, superb. Who's Donald um, Miller? Donald Miller, he's the guy that wrote Building a Story Brand book right. that I read. Right. Uh, which is all about, you know, kind of selling, be the guide, not the hero, you know, yeah, feel the narrative. Yeah, yeah, all I'm of like... these things, do you know what I mean? But you know what, though, if you don't mind me asking, right? You know, mm. you know we, we talked about in our shows, right, about sovereignty, about individualism, and all these kind of things, right? Mm. And and you and you're a great advocate of that. You do really believe 
or in all these things, yeah? And yet you listen to other people's dads. I think you should try and express it yourself. It's your product. Mm. You know, if, if someone says, you know, say two, three years time, right, it becomes, you know, a, a, let's say Google buys it for a billion dollars, yeah? Mm. You, are you, what book are you going to write? Are you going to say, well, I read Donna Miller's book and tell me how to sell it, you know what I mean? You're not going to do that. You're going no, to but I suppose, I suppose all of these people, you know, there's a lot of people follow um, guys like Gary Vee and all yeah. of these like marketing gurus. You know, they're yeah. very good at selling themselves. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they must have had some success at some point. Do you know what I mean? Well, so, maybe, maybe, maybe more. You know, there, there's going to be an, a grain of truth or there's going to be something I can snatch out of it but i just i'd just like to say i just i don't feel myself personally i've put all the pieces of the jigsaw together yet no because I, I think what i think right is that look you're the founder you're the, you're the creator you're the founder you don't have to be a salesman I mean, you know I'm, I'm not i'm not saying i'm right or or, or or you're right whatever but i'm just sort of saying you've done as much as you can and, and if you know your limitations then you give to somebody else to uh take it to the next stage yeah, yeah, totally. So, yeah, yeah, that's what we're looking at. I mean, fundamentally, right. I've just got to try and get eyes on the website. You right. know, we did our AGM the other week. Oh, did it's you? really good. You know, all of the things that, um, and, that we And how through, many people on the board, don't mind me asking? There's two. You you and Neil? There's me and the chief technical uh, developer. Right. Uh, the chief technical officer. Um, and, yeah, so we're looking at all the, all the numbers and the fact that the things... F- thrived and got stronger during a year of a pandemic is something to be celebrated do you know what i mean so i think i think there's something there it's just taking that next you know getting onto that next level getting more eyes on it getting more people to understand it yeah 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 and 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 did you come up with a a game plan did you come up with a uh sort of like stage by stage because obviously you've got to give yourself some time right you know you've got to sort of like the the like a business you've got to do a business plan haven't you now really basically speaking I think. well no not really i mean this is the thing I, i've asked the question you know should we seek investment right and we're at a bit of an impasse when it comes to that um well he said he said no he said think. no <laughs> yeah because <laughs> yeah. the said, well, let's maybe look into it you know because what would we spend that money on we'd spend it on marketing you know and it would it would release some pressure from me from having to try and do it all well do you know i, what I mean? suppose so, if you get invested right it would it, it would you go to mark market it but he would actually it would he want to get his investment back as quickly as possible sure in, in, so in, in order a... to, to enjoy the benefits of his investment yeah, totally. But yeah. it'd be even better if we've got an invest investor that was a marketer. Really? Uh, have, you, have you researched that? Have you, do you know anybody? Uh, I've got a couple of people in mind. So, um, so yeah, okay. watch this space. Watch this do, space. Want, do you want to give them a shout? Or, uh, or no. That, <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't deserve it yet. Well, no, they, they, they might not know yet. Right, right. They might okay. not know they're on the radar. Uh, hopefully you're going to get lots of people. Yeah. I'll do it for you. Reaching out. out. Yeah, reach it out to you. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll make my own um, shitcoin and crowdfund it that way. Well, are you going to mine it though? <laughs> there'll be there'll be a, a, a there'll be a pre mine, so it wouldn't wouldn't need it. No, I, I think I think yeah, listen, there'd be an eco friendly version of Bitcoin. You know what? Yeah, user friendly one. The user friendly. No, not user friendly. 
climate eco-friendly. Eco-friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? It yeah. wouldn't boil the ocean. I mean, that's what seven and a half thousand and the other altcoins all say anyway. Do you know what that's I mean? Right. The, re- the reason why the, it's not because PayPal aren't fast and that not not low fees. The reason why Bitcoin exists. And once you understand that premise, oh, you'll understand why we need Bitcoin. Pay, PayPal's becoming. Oh. I mean, I love PayPal, I did, but it's become a bit more... Uh, I'll tell you what I find really annoying about PayPal, right? It's customer service all of a sudden. You can't get through to them, right? And and, and, and they're online bank, Joe. Yeah, you yeah I know. But, but at one point... Well, you want to phone you, somebody, do you? No, no, at one point, right? Because, you know, I, 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 you know I me, mean, I'm always buying and selling through PayPal, right? And I come across mm. some some dodgy people and this and that, right? And, and, it's, and PayPal is very, very good. You could ring them up and, and yeah, they'd be very, very good to sort of like, especially because I'm, I'm very fine. I've, I've got a very good account because I'm always using PayPal every day, like, you know, so, uh, you know, I get my money quickly and I, and I get paid, I, I send money out very quickly as well. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot of honesty with me, but sometimes I do get stung and I do get, um, I, I do get um, frauded. So trying to, try to stop these transactions, right? It's very difficult all of a sudden because, you know, you, you can't speak to customers. So you have to go through a whole, um, you know, sort of like um, emailing and this and that. And I find it quite annoying, really. I really mm. find, I find so, it annoying. Yeah, well, this is the problem with email sometimes. Email is a bit of a productivity killer. Yeah. You know, you'll need to send someone an email to get an answer on something straight away. They not, might not respond for a day. Well, I mean, quick Zuckerberg did sort of say, right, yeah, social media is quicker. You know, you could do more businesses on social media than you would do through email, right? Yeah, but then you have to pay. I've told you the problem with Zuckerberg and those models. Then you have to pay them for access to all of your stuff. And, um, you know, one day there's no phone number you can ring to get your page back after you've invested all that time and energy in it. it. One day you can wake up and it could all be gone. Yeah, I mean, but go back to um, Go Salon, right? I, look, mm. I, I I think, you know, I mean, you know what I think of your product, right? I think it's brilliant. I think it's the industry needs it now, and I and I think we have to sort of like maybe maybe if you became a state registered hairdresser again, <laughs> you could that, actually that sort help. of push it to them, and they could push it to their uh, to their um, salons. Yeah, listen, it's it's a great point. Uh, and and that would only cost me like 30, 37... Oh, no, hang on, it's gone up. It doubled this year in price, didn't it? So it's about quid 80 or quid or something. Yeah, so, so there yeah. you go. <laughs> if you were state registered hairdresser, I would feel my ticket yeah, seriously. That, yeah, you know what? You might be onto something, Joe. Um, yeah, I'm just yeah. going to email Keith. Right now. So, so, are you? To sort of say, um, can I be reinstated? <laughs> <laughs> That is funny. I feel that's going to be the funniest thing in the world. Yeah, so speaking of frauds, did uh, LinkedIn get back to you? No. um, About your banning? So what are we going to do? We're going to have to come up with a new segment. No, what they did is... What got your goat on LinkedIn anymore? Maybe maybe you've um, you've migrated to Twitter. I I have been on Twitter Twitter now, aren't you? Having a bit of a rant off. Well, I've been having a rant, right? It was this other guy, right? I've been to all that two and a half with him, right? About... Yeah, it, it was there was there was someone a, a, a Republican sort yeah. of saying Biden out, <laughs> just just tweeted tweeted right Biden out right. This guy called the man in the street. That's his um, 
for your username. He goes, why? And she come up with all this sort of gas prices going up, the inflation's going up, unemployment's going up, you know, homelessness is going up. You know, all these things, right, which affects the world, affects people's lives, you know what I mean? Prices, you know, inflation, all that lot. And, um, and he, he kind of like um, refuted us all saying, you know, it's, it's got nothing to do with Biden, this and that. And I kind of thought, you know, just let me uh, let, let me get to the midst of this, right? You know, uh, I kind of saw like um, sort of saying that uh, Biden actually is for the elites, you know, sort of like, you know, it, it's it, it's not really uh, the man of the people type of thing. And yeah, it's and a so crony he, capitalist. I think yeah. that's that's what you like to call him. Yeah, he, exactly right. And um, he, he kind of saw saw like uh, you know replied to me, and I said, look, you know. There, there's um, glo- glo- climate change. I mean, I, I keep saying global warming, but it's climate change, right? Climate change is not a prop. It's not a world problem, right? It, it's not. It's not an issue that people that a, a world leader should care about right now. And it, 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 I said, there's bigger issues to worry about. He goes, "What? Well, Do you think um, climate change is a big issue?" I said, "No. I, you know, it's all like starvation, poverty, obesity, homelessness, crimes, jobs. All these things are bigger issues." Yeah, and you know what was um, Biden doing? Having an Earth Summit meeting two weeks ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's still resolving all these issues. So we kind of got into that kind of like uh, a little Debate. narrative. So you're yeah. so you're 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 arguing with people on Twitter now with yeah. weird avatars. Yeah, you're, it's, it's, you're arguing with non-accounts on Twitter. It, um, it, it, hashtag. So so let's analyse all this. You're arguing with a guy called your well, man I'm in arguing, the street. I'm, a, I'm a arguing. Or I'm a just sort of having a debate. He's born in the USA, but now citizen of Doggerland. <laughs> Wear a mask. They work. He's got emoticons of the American flag, the EU flag, and the British flag. Wear a mask. They work. Hashtag BLM. Hashtag FBPE. Hashtag pro EU. So yeah, I would say that you're pretty much polar opposites when it comes to politics, right? Yeah. <laughs> and what that, the hell is Doggerland? Well, well, exactly. I mean, I, I think he's just a wind up merchant, right? Yeah, I think he is, mate. I think I think you're amusing somebody. With yeah, your, exactly. I think I think they're what's known as a, a paid troll. Right. On, yeah. Uh, on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, because he's basically started the whole conversation by trolling the Republican. Uh, That's right. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, I just sort of jumped in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. so you jumped in. But no, that's good. This is good that you're engaging with people. Like I say, you're better off engaging with someone rather than like keep uh, doing what I do, which is just basically throw rubbish memes at Elon Musk all day long in the hope that <laughs> he's he gonna bites. Like, he's going to bite and say, yeah. Hello, I mean, Aaron. Hello, Aaron. How you doing? I mean, Christ, he's got 56 million followers on Twitter. That's like that's the whole of, the, that's the whole of England and, and some. No, that's, not, that's that's all of Cyprus, <laughs> England and Cyprus. You know, so no, there's, uh, well, there's so, too many people in this country, isn't there? Listen, an Eli, a retweet from Elon Musk is is worth a few quid, and that's why he does it, mate. Look, that's why he does it. Anyway, I think we've come full circle, Joe. I think so, mate. Well, yeah, man. I um, yeah, it's gone just gone three, so I've got to go and do the school run, but um. Anything else you want to say? Anything else you want to plug? No, not really. I think, I think it's been sort of like a, a fairly... I mean, football season's come to an end. I mean, well done, Leicester. Bravo. Thank you very much. I enjoyed the game thoroughly. I know you didn't enjoy it. Well, no, I enjoyed the game. I just felt 
shortchanged by VAR. I just felt that, you know, if Chelsea had got the one all, it would have gone extra time and then there could have been an even bigger story. Okay, let me ask you this question then, right? Yeah, go on. Say for argument's sake, Chelsea did get the decision, right? One all, okay? Mm. And they won the game 2 1. Would you be happy? Yeah, I guess. You would yeah, have been. Of course, of course. Now, you, because... don't, you don't live in London, do you? I don't live in London, no, but but for me, I'm an advocate of the game. Kings of London, Kings of London. No, but I mean, when I'm a total neutral, at the end of the day, I'm an advocate for the game, and I just think VAR, that decision was level, it wasn't offside, and I think VAR keeps doing this over and over and over again. It keeps ruling goals out, and hence there's been a shortage of goals because of VAR. You know, and any anything that comes in that makes now. what there's goals missed since the since playing from a back system, right? There's been more goals and more chances created. Yeah, I know, but VAR hasn't created right. a this new uh, tactic of playing out from the back. What I'm saying is that VAR has basically turned over more goals than it's actually mistakes it's corrected. Yeah. Um, so. It, it all equals to being a worse product. So yeah, that was my only takeaway. No, no, I, I get you, but listen, I, I figured in the in in this in the scheme of things, right? It was it was the right decision because if it was allowed, right, then they had to go back through history, the whole season, and allow all those goals that hasn't been stood because of a uh, like we've no, we discussed. No, 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 no. I think this is interference, and I think I think I think. What Val's done is it's papered over the cracks of um, Kasper Spiegel made a massive error. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it was it was Kasper Spiegel that agreed. And, and like I say, when artificial external sources get involved in a game, which is between 22 men and the, the referee, do you know, there's, to me, there's this Julius Caesar element to it. Oh, we've got to go to VAR. And is it going to be the thumbs up or the thumbs down from VAR? Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. some anonymous freak yeah, yeah, in a van yeah. watching yeah. it that ha- do you know what I mean has this godlike control over the game and and I think that's that's my and, and, and like I say when it comes to the accuracies of VAR I don't even think that the thing's accurate um, I think there should be a 50 centimetre well, it's a or first... there should be this rule around um, you know go with the original referee's decision it's you know when it's too season, close to right? call it's the first season I, I think in the World Cup they're going to use um, um, offside technology aren't they where the technology would be decided on the offside rather than the linesman, right? And I think once you start getting technology more and more involved in the game, one, it will kill the passion of the game for a start. But I, but I suppose it would make it more. It does. It kills well. the passion for the game because yeah. now now the supporters can't cheer. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I'll tell you what. Uh, did we talk about this the other day? Um, what I noticed from the FA Cup final was, I don't, and I'd never, I hadn't noticed it. I, or more more accurate uh, would be to say I hadn't noticed it disappeared. But obviously, because we've had a year of fake crowd noise, the ironic jeer, when someone took a shot and it went 35 yards wide, all the Leicester fans were like, Ugh! do you know what I mean? I hadn't heard that, and it was so beautiful. Right. Yes. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <clears throat> well, I th- anyway, I th- Joe, I... we're going to have to go. Cause no, no, I've got some bad news too. I've got bad news too. One before you go. What? I've got tickets for the Arsenal Brighton game. I've got a ticket for the ballot. Have you? Yeah, and guess but what? Just the one. But just the one, right? I can't oh, go. Shame. No way. How come? Yeah. 
I'm going to Dorset this weekend. Oh, what a shame. I'll have a ticket. Okay, when I get through, I'll get to... Oh, hang on. Do you got to go through the whole masks, testing, yeah, that, yeah. vaccines? No, no, forget it. Keep All right. the ticket. Good luck <laughs> selling it. <laughs> Good, thanks. <laughs> um, where can people find you, Joe? On Twitter these days and, and Telegram. That's the only Twitter. place you can find me. That's right. So you are else. at Joe Mehmet H on Twitter, and yeah, you you better follow him, everybody that listens to this. He's only got five followers, bless him, but you've only <laughs> really just joined. So we're and, trying, and, we're trying. And they're my five brothers. <laughs> there you fucking yeah, exactly, exactly. All right then, mate. Well, you know where you can find us: Salonomics, Telegram. Some call it show notes. So just use Telegram and search for Salonomics. Uh, Salonomics.go.salon.uk. You can listen to podcasts there and listen to previous episodes. Um, but apart from that, I hope you uh, all have a good week and uh, catch up with you soon. All right, mate. Look forward to it. Good luck. The bathroom stinks. <laughs>